0: Hello, and welcome to all our listeners. Thank you for tuning in to the Capel podcast, where you can get insights from Capel on navigating recent trends in the business world. I'm your host, Mark Lee, and today we have an extra special episode with two guests. I'm very happy to welcome Sumin and Sharon, both of who are consultants with Capel, to share with us insights regarding change management. Sumin and Sharon, great to have you on the Capel podcast.
1: Hi everyone, I'm Sumin. It's a pleasure to be here. This is Sharon.
0: So great to have you with us, Sumin and Sharon. And, you know, we all recognize that this thing called change is all around us. 2020 has certainly taught us that. And perhaps we can dig a little bit deeper then into what we mean by change management and why it is so important for organizations.
2: Yeah, the stark truth is too many change efforts fail. Mm. The leadership grew Dr. John Cotter says it's proven that 70% of all major change efforts in organizations fail. They fail because organizations very often do not take the holistic approach required to see a change through. You know, leaders embark on transformation efforts to keep ahead of competition or just stay afloat. Mm-hmm. But if they don't do change well, or if they don't adapt fast enough, then then the organization loses. They get left behind. The business dies.
0: And and that certainly sounds like a very tough situation to be in for a business, right? You lose out if you don't transform, but you can also be very adversely affected if you don't manage that transformation or that change well. So perhaps, Sumin, you can share some insights with us about what it means to go about business transformation in a way that's more holistically beneficial.
1: And Mark, you are certainly right, it's about taking a holistic approach to change. So the first step is to have the leadership team sit down, articulate and develop the vision for change and the business case for change. Mm -hmm. The vision Sharon and I, we talk about is this happy land, an image of where they want their team to be when change is successful. Mm. And the business case for change includes asking ourselves, why do we need to change? What happens if we do not change? When the leadership team is clear about these two points, they will articulate this and activate their people's urgency for change. While doing that, they will assemble a change management team. Some organizations call them the change agents, change ambassadors, or even change messengers. These are people who will lead and influence the change in the organization. What do they do? First, they identify who the stakeholders are Mm. and also what are the obstacles that stop them from going on their journey to the happy land. Once these two points are clear, they put together a change management plan that involves stakeholder engagement, actions to remove the obstacles, communication plan, implementation plan, and more importantly, a sustainability plan. Hmm.
0: Wow, you know, so thanks very much for those insights, Sumit, because I can almost imagine in our listeners' heads right now, there's like alarm bells going off because they thought, oh, when it comes to change, I just have to implement change. But now you're talking about you also have to communicate change and you also have to sustain change so perhaps to allay some of the concerns on our listeners minds i'd love to hear insights from you guys on when do you do change management Then, because when we talk about a journey right a process of change certainly helping to identify when you do change management would be helpful
2: well we don't just think of change as when there is a big reorganization MA or a major technology or digitalization rollout. Mm. Change management is needed in all kinds of change that the organization is facing, big or small. It can be about new ways of delivering our products and services, but it can also be about bringing about new mindsets and culture, skills and competences,
0: mm.
2: policies and processes, just to name a few. The misconception is that change management is an activity that takes place after or during implementation of a new reorg but actually that's far from the truth the truth is change management is a journey that must start right from the beginning Mm. implementation is part of that holistic approach but certainly not the very first step
0: yeah so again really thank you for emphasizing how implementation is really just one part of the change management journey there is a lot more to making that implementation be successful. And I'd love to shift the conversation now to yourself and zoomin's on-the-ground experience where you've been implementing such transformation journeys alongside our clients. And what are some of the insights you've gained as part of those experiences?
1: We'll partner with our clients in their change management journey. Mm. And the first thing that we do is to do a diagnosis of where they are right now. One of the common issues faced by clients is managing people's resistance to change. This happens everywhere you go. If you think of a spectrum of how people react to change, we will always have people who are hesitant about the change. To the other end of the spectrum, who will outright resist and even undermine the change? And because time is the essence in most projects, leadership or project teams just bulldoze their way through. They rush through the implementation Hmm. and eventually this will cause issues later as the implementation will fail to get the full results, fail to bring them to the happy land and they're stuck in the middle of their journey. Right. So it's crucial to get people's buy-in to capture their motivation to want to go with the change, to want to come on board, to be part of this journey. Mm. Compelling business cases tell people why the organisation is changing. And often this heats the rational notes. That means it only appeals to their head, but not to their hearts. And a holistic approach means to appeal both to the heart as well as the head. Mm. So that they will be more successful and more sustainable in the long run. Let me give you an example of what we usually see when working with the clients. Mm -hmm. We have seen so many cases where IT implementations, for example, result more work or Mm. unused technology because of the lack of buy-in or understanding of the system. IT is always the enabler but not the final outcome. And we want the stakeholders to understand what the final outcome is. How to leverage on IT to achieve that? Mm and why they have to be part of this journey.
0: Yeah, it's a really powerful insight that you helped us to confront, Sumin, where we need to acknowledge that it's really the stakeholders and the issues that they're facing that are at the heart of the issue, right? So we have tools, but the tools aren't the eventual outcome that we are looking to bring about, the eventual change that we're hoping to capture. So how exactly do we then go about engaging these stakeholders to make sure that it's not just their heads that we're engaging but we're capturing their hearts too so to say
1: so
2: a stakeholder is any party who is impacted by the change it can be external as well as internal and it's important to understand where their needs are their fears Mm. and then how we can address these one key stakeholder for example is the staff whom the change will often impact and taking additional effort to focus on how it will impact them and what support they need is really crucial. Mm. For example, it's important to acknowledge the additional effort that employees must make to cope with that change. And the change will run into trouble if additional resources mm. exceed what is realistically possible. So we really need these to be worked out.
0: Mm. I think it's a fantastic insight that you've helped raise, Sharon, where really when you have people and stakeholders as the central concern, of your transformation journey, then you do have to keep in mind the additional costs, the additional resources that are needed to take care of your people, to make sure you're helping them succeed with all that is expected of them in this transformation journey. And I'd really like to say that even as we are rounding our time up here soon, do you have any closing thoughts? You know, some food for thought for our listeners on this topic of change management.
2: What our clients have found helpful is that partnering that partnering with us to work through all the issues in a structured way Mm. using our change framework but also to work them through both strategically and really on the ground so what i mean by that strategically meaning always keeping the bigger business strategy in focus when we work out and design the change plan but also addressing all the elements authentically Mm what I mean by that is, you know, paying attention to what's on the ground and not skimming through the tough issues and then finding pragmatic ways together to deal with them. Mm. And in Capel, we find that much more meaningful and authentic to approach change management that
0: way. Mm. I think that's a fantastic framework to capture some of the insights here. Talk about how we always have that bigger business strategy in focus, but at the same time to be very cognizant, to be very aware of the -the on-the-ground issues that have to be addressed, that have to be resolved. And to integrate these two is something that Kapel has found to be very effective when we go about change management. So thank you very much, Sharon and Sumin, for your in-depth insights into change management. And thank you to all our listeners. We hope that you enjoyed this session of the Capel podcast and gained insights on how to carry out your own transformation journey effectively in your organization. We'll be back for our next episode in a few weeks' time. But until then, we thank you for joining us on the Capel podcast. Goodbye now.